Hello, hello everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Twisted Manor. Twisted Mandy. I am your host, Shimes Rahi. Shimes Rahi. <laughs> and with me is my co-ghost and wife, Emily Cleveland. M. That is true. Okay, I actually had an intro prep for this. Uh-oh. Want to hear it? Yeah. Aliens. Are they among us? To quote myself from an episode of my other podcast, Bleeding Hearts, I believe in aliens. There's no way in this vast universe that we're the only anomaly of thriving life. In 1952, flying saucers over Washington sent the national press into a frenzy. In 1947, an alien spaceship crashed onto a ranch outside Roswell, New Mexico. According to the government, it was a flying balloon. Or was it? Doorbell surveillance cameras have caught some strange sightings just this last year or so. And so much more. Today, we're going to dive deep into Emily's theme of extraterrestrial life. What'd you think of my intro? Was it pretty sick? Pretty cool? Yeah, pretty (laughs) cleverlicious. So clever you could taste it. Mm-mm. Right off your ass. It's like it's like a flavor of ice cream. Clever. Like, you know how Ben and Jerry's makes all those like personalized flavors and stuff? Yeah. We should make one called Clever. What would be in it? It definitely would be a fruity thing. Clever? I think so. I'm, I'm picturing like caramel based. I don't know. It's up to you guys to decide. Maybe caramel strawberry? Oh. Or caramel apple okay. ice cream? Ooh, actually, caramel apple ice cream could be super hella good. Would it be clever? I mean, it's a flavor that's not out there yet, so hell yes. Ben and Jerry's, get in contact with me, bro. <laughs> That'd be super sick. Wouldn't that be fucking dope? Twisted Manor ice cream, and we just mm. eat that on set? We should contact them. That'd be fucking sick. We should. <laughs> okay. That'd be dope as shit. Okay, this is going to happen. We're going to contact them. <laughs> I don't know how much that kind of thing costs. <laughs> <laughs> worth it that's the price oh yeah um I really want an alien tattoo uh I'm getting a space tattoo I guess that's probably as close as I can oh yeah the uh solar system on your collarbone mm-hmm. or at least near your collarbone yeah <laughs> that'll hurt I kinda want just a UFO taking a dude and he's just saying goodbye take a cow and Take it, and cow. No, it'd be a. <laughs> you'd have to get it colored. Mm-hmm. It'd be a UFO taking a mushroom. Oh, from Minecraft! <laughs> yeah. Hell yes. That sounds so cute. Dude, why doesn't Minecraft have aliens? I know. Put that in the next they have update. Have zombies and skeletons? Where the fuck are the aliens at? Wouldn't that be so funny? You can't sleep. There are aliens nearby, and then you wake up in the <laughs> field somewhere above you. Yeah. Yeah. Straight up. That'd be fucking sick. Minecraft, hop on that shit. We're going to get hella money for all these ideas. This studio is just full of creativity. Yes. <laughs> okay, well, I have two stories from Reddit. How many do you have? I have three. Okay, what's your take on aliens? They're fucking real. Hell to the S. Of course they're real. Well, I mean, like you said, like there's no way that in our entire universe like that we're the only planet ever to have life right 
And, like, maybe even somewhere out there there's a planet that has, like, gone extinct by now. But at some point they had life. Right. No, yeah, that's just super improbable to me. But, I mean, I believe in a lot of, like, mythical creatures, like cryptids and um, sea monsters. Mm -hmm. Like, we've, we've, like, we've, like, slightly, barely touched the surface of discovering the ocean. Yeah. We barely know... And a like, good fraction of our own planet. Yeah, like we're still discovering new species all the time, even on land. Also, make no mistake that just because some aliens are more advanced and can come here doesn't mean that there's not aliens that are just as evolved, if not less, than we are mm-hmm. still stranded on their planet somewhere. Oh, yeah. And so, yeah, taking that to account that after how long have, like, evolved humans been around? Right. And we still haven't even explored, like, 12% of the ocean. Mm-hmm. And how recently we've gone to space. Yeah. No, like, we have discovered nothing. We've discovered nothing. Yeah, but all this time wasted fucking making campfires in the Stone Ages and then learning how to make grass. Stupid idiots coming up with religion and monsters. shit. Like... <laughs> But no, like, um, our technology has, like, so greatly advanced, like, uh, there was a Just in, like, there was last a kid, 10, 20 years. Yeah, within, like, the last, like, five years, there was, like, a kid, like, 19, who became an intern for NASA, and on, like, their first day oh, or something, yeah, I heard about this. they discovered, like, the, um, a like, some solar other system. solar system yeah. so far away that we hadn't discovered before, and there's been discoveries of water on other planets outside of our solar that system. That kid showed up instant mega promotion. He better have got the job right then and there on the spot. 401k. He's like, son, six figures. how would you like to be in charge of your own division? You're like, do that's, you want a rocket ship? <laughs> that's really the kind of like pat on the back he should have received. Yeah. Because that is not easily done. No. Not at all. That is, that is like a project of seven years. Finding Elon something Musk new like better that. have adopted him as his son and gave him a rocket ship every year for his birthday. And given him X dash twelve, X dash twelve. Like what? As a slave? No, as just his son. Ew. So here you go. He'll do whatever He's like, you want. Here, son, have my son. <laughs> Gross. He's like X dash twelve. I know you're from my seed, but you are now my grandson. I'd leave the family and take all the riches with me. Be like, Dad, I'm not listening to you anymore. I'm I can't hear you. I'm driving away in your super awesome rocket Tesla. And then <laughs> Elon Musk sends an AI robot car, like a transformer, and just picks up X Ash. I was like, where the fuck do you think you're going? Just a transformer with <laughs> Elon Musk's voice. Hello, I'm your father. That was definitely C three PO. Why was he British? I thought Elon Musk wasn't American. I'm pretty sure he is. And if he's not, I don't think he's British. Have you heard him talk? Elon Musk nationality. (laughs) Canadian South African. So he does have a bit of a South African accent. Okay. Hello, I'm Elon Musk. He talks like that. 
That was definitely closer. The first one was absolutely just like a British Can you imagine just a giant C-3PO <laughs> taking his son back? <laughs> I'm sorry, Master Musk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good heavens. He's leaving. He's like, what are you doing to my arm? Okay. I'm not a good C-3PO voice. But yeah, based on like what I've personally encountered with the supernatural and how little we've discovered, aliens are fucking real. Uh, I was talking with a coworker. This is yet to be confirmed, but it did get me very, very excited if it's true. Uh, my coworker was telling me that I need to look into the Alaskan Triangle, which I haven't heard of before. And if it's pretty famous, I'm sorry, I'm just that dumb and just haven't heard of it yet. But she I've said look into it. it, and that recently, in that triangle, they found a plesiosaur, a.k.a. the Loch Ness Monster myth. So, the dinosaur that people think is the Loch Ness Monster, they found in Alaska. Or in Ancient the Alaskan sea triangle. monster unearthed in Alaska mountains. Ooh, fuck yeah. So yeah, I don't think it was alive. <laughs> I think it was, like, unearthed from the ice. Yeah, it seems like it's, like, a fossil. Yeah. But... You know, they can age that thing, right? Like, find out how long ago it died. Uh-huh. So once we find that out, they're like, yo, this bitch was actually alive until, you know, 200 years ago. That'd be fucking crazy. Oh, yeah. For 200 sure. years ago, that shit was just swimming in our ocean and no one knew. And they were too busy killing whales to make fucking food and clothing. No one makes clothing out of whales. Yeah, they just, they get the bristles, the teeth, what? and they make toothbrush coats. Ew. <laughs> it's like itchier than grandma's sweaters. <laughs> yeah, and the toothbrushes are not facing out. They're all inward. That's the inside of the coat. It's like a dog spike collar that's like inward, <laughs> but just your entire body. It's a jumpsuit made of Can that. Can you imagine like their wallet on a chain, that kind of vibe, like a motorcyclist, and they have those cuffs on their on their wrists with the spikes on it, but instead of spikes, it's just whale teeth. That's so weird. <laughs> Might as well just glue, like, hard spaghetti to it. That's <laughs> <laughs> so weird. Okay. Well, I say we just head on into our show. Okay. okay. Uh, and do you want to start or do you want me to start? Whichever. Okay. You have how many? Two? Yes. I'll start then. Okay. I didn't come up with titles. You didn't title your stories? I thought I, gotta, I thought you learned your lesson. No. You're doing so good these last couple episodes. No, I'll never learn my lesson. Can I just say we're on episode 17? <laughs> That's fucking crazy. We're going to be hitting the big old 20 here pretty soon. The big old 2-0. Okay, I'm going to call this one Lost Time. Wilson married us. That's fair. Wow. Look I at wish, this couple. I wish he was the voice of like Siri and Alexa. Oh, absolutely. It'd be so much better. Hey, Owen. Wow. <laughs> What's the weather like today? Well, it's going to be uh, a little icy out there. You're turning into Joker. <laughs> the Joker? 
That'd be a cool one too. Heath Ledger's Joker. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to know why it's icy out? Because my father didn't shovel the goddamn driveway. <laughs> <laughs> it's because Sky Daddy made it rain. Sky Daddy's a fucking bitch. Now we're stuck in snow and traffic. You don't like the rain? Oh, that's too bad. Let's put a smile on that face. Let's put a coat on those arms. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, lost time. So this happened to me when I was 15, and I'm 23 now, so it's been a while, but I remember it very well. At the end of summer, my friends and I went for a walk through the woods and down the street from my house. It's super populated... So it was the kind of woods where you can still see people's houses and backyards through the trees. More like a pathway owned by the city, sort of an alleyway between streets. The walk typically takes 10 or 15 minutes. We started walking around 6 p.m., close to sundown, but it was still pretty sunny out. As we walked the path, my friend Michelle was playing music out loud on her phone. It started to glitch while playing skipping like it was a CD, and eventually just shut off. We all shrugged it off, but thought that it was kind of weird, and kept walking. My other friend, Rachel, and I were just goofing around when Michelle walked in front of us. Suddenly, she put her hands out to either side and stopped us. My head snapped up, and I saw a glowing, bright white figure in the swamp that was alongside the path. It was extremely tall and thin, with long arms and legs and almost no torso. I blinked and suddenly it was dark. We all ran as fast as we could out of the path and once we reached the other side, we realized we had to turn our phones back on because at some point they turned off. When I turned my phone on, it was 10 p.m. and I had a bunch of missed calls from my mom. We had been in the woods for four hours. We walked back to my house as fast as possible, and none of us slept that night. Once Rachel went home the next day, she messaged us saying she found a weird bump on her leg. Michelle went home and said she found a weird piece of filament in her gums that she pulled out and would bring over the next day, but it disappeared before then. I never found anything, and considering they were both unconfirmed by anyone, but either of them, I don't personally put too much thought into it. But I figured it was worth mentioning because it's sort of relevant to the next part. My friend Michelle was staying with me at the time for summer school. A few weeks later, we were up looking out the we were up looking out my window and talking like we did most nights. But we saw this bright white orb float down from the sky. It was blinking. It seemed to blink faster when it was closer to my house. The orb was maybe the size of a grapefruit and it was going around my street. Eventually, it stopped blinking and flew away into the sky. It's worth mentioning I was freaked out at this point. I had not really believed my friends when they said they had found the bumps or whatever, and frankly, I didn't know what it was we had seen. I thought maybe it could have been a cryptid or ghost or something. I didn't necessarily think it was an alien until that orb came down, and that really sealed the deal for me. I have so many things to say to that. One... Those alleyway sidewalk things, Mm -hmm. we had a shit ton of those back in New York, and Mm -hmm. that brought back a million memories. There was one right 
by my best friend's house. So what I would do is walk from my house to the middle school and then around the corner to the elementary school and there's one of those paths and it just goes right to his house. Yeah, I've only done, I've only been to like one of those. Um, My sister's old house had one that it was like, you can just walk like from her house through the woods and it went straight to the elementary school. The other thing is that a lot of my stories have that time lapse where you just like lose time and like hours have passed. Yeah. And I don't know why that happens. I hate any type of time slip. We've talked about it a hundred times now. It freaks me out. Yeah. I was just thinking like, well, like the obvious one would be like abduction and they erased your memory. Right. But like, if you think about it, like she didn't say that she was like laying down or like woke up. Yeah. From like being she knocked out or something. kept walking. It was like she just blinked and it was like that. And so I'm like, is there some weird like advanced technology that they use that like just captivates our conscience and like just our brain is basically kidnapped and our bodies stay there? Kind of like an out-of-body experience mm-hmm. or I don't know. Yeah. The other thing, I just think it's funny, this alien's out in the swamp collecting minerals and shit from the water, like, all right, well, let's see what this planet has to offer. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, I don't really understand the glowing stuff. Yeah. You know, I I guess not that I don't understand. I can't comprehend what that looks like. My best imagery is like in Harry Potter when they get the light on their wand and then throw it to a light. Mm-hmm. That's the best I can think of, but even yeah. then, it's like a movie effect. I can't really visualize an orb in my room that's just glowing. Well, you know what I mean? Have you seen like um, those like desktop lamps that are round that look like the moon and they glow? Yeah, I kind of picture like that. Okay, like but like maybe like brighter and like like it doesn't have the pattern of the moon, but it's just an orb about that size like she just said like a grapefruit which again brings me back to just, the question of is what just like is a light that? itself i don't know like, like if aliens are so associated with floating orbs what is it it's not like it's collecting data it's just running around the sky it could be some sort of surveillance like we have drones i don't know because like drones have like a green and red blinking light to keep track mm-hmm. of, but it's not like it's just illuminating the entire sky. Like, no, that's a course, terrible like, surveillance like tool because everyone can see it. <sighs> sure, but the whole premise around aliens visiting us is because they're more advanced than us. So maybe that's just how their technology is. I mean, you but have no idea what time, kind of resources they could be working with. Yeah. But at the same time, that begs the question, why are they coming here? Like, is it like a museum for them? Because if they're so advanced, what are they doing collecting information and stuff on us if we're just so, you know, not as advanced as them? They could just be advanced in different ways. Maybe they don't have telephones, but... They don't have TV, so they just come down like, look at this bitch, epic fail. But a lot of theories is that they communicate telepathically. So maybe maybe for us to, like, by the time that our, 
like physical technology is advanced enough to reach galaxies super far away, planets galaxies away, at that point in time, we as a species have so evolved that we that we communicate telepathically. I think it's really interesting because we have a Black Eyed Kids episode. Yeah. And we were entranced with the idea that they needed permission to come into your home. Yeah. Right? But then it's kind of funny the other way around. We're just out in our car or just taking a walk. And then the next thing you know, hours have passed of your, your life is missing. And they just abducted you and took you somewhere without permission. They just straight up nabbed you. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, people claim that there's different races of aliens. Right. They could be from the same planet. They could be from different planets. Right. Maybe there's like supposed to be laws on how you communicate with humans, but not everyone follows those laws kind of a thing. Mm. Like they all have their own groups and stuff like we do. That'd be interesting. I just think it's so fascinating because I love ancient civilization history and seeing just like how vastly different the culture was and even like something as terrible as like the inquisition in spain mm-hmm. it's just because things were just so different it was so central around religion and can and can't and today it's just so much about breaking barriers you know oh, yeah. technology barriers transgenderism and and homosexual barriers like it's, it's not really a, i guess like it's a current barrier but Things like this have happened before in history. Right, but I'm saying like today's era is all about breaking old customs, right? And old things like, you know, we broke the barrier for black and white television and made it colored. And, you know, races are no longer segregated here. And homosexuality and transgenderism and things like that is more common because people are more comfortable being themselves nowadays. I'd say there's a history of all of those things before Britain and Christianity took over like the entire world. So if I'm being completely honest, the direction that society is going in right now is really straight up just anti-Christianity. Mm-hmm. Because homosexual people like queer people have existed in all of history two-spirit transgender um the friend the universal friend Mm -hmm. things like that have existed in like every continent of the world for centuries and it wasn't until the conquistadors went around forcing everyone to their views that it was Banned, and now we're just bringing that back. I wouldn't say it's like a new thing, but right. definitely breaking a lot of century-old traditions that maybe shouldn't have ever started to begin with. Right. I I love this idea uh, from a comedian, Trevor Noah, where he's talking about colonizing and how it makes no sense it's because so- expanding your empire that makes sense because you're just gaining more land. But colonizing is very different because not only are you just taking land, but you're forcing everyone in that land to be exactly like you. 
Yeah. And that's just such a strange concept. And going back to what I was saying about ancient civilizations, I think it's really interesting to see that. And what I think would be an even more interesting subject whenever we get there, I hope I'm alive for this, but when we interact with extraterrestrials and learn about their history and their culture and how vastly different millions of miles of space can make. Oh, for sure, yeah. Because in just one planet, everyone has heard everyone others, everyone else's voice. So we know about every religion and every concept and idea, everything's on the internet, yeah. right? Everyone is getting ideas from each other, bouncing back and forth, and it's really hard to come up with something new, yeah. right? Because everything is influenced from each other. But when you take a completely separate planet millions of miles away, nothing's going to be the same. Close to nothing. The way we look, the way we think, the way we speak, customs will be different, mannerisms will be different. I could predict, like, some historical events that would be similar. Just because in our Earth alone, in just the few thousand years that we've been around, that history has constantly repeated itself across many nations. Mm -hmm. So I don't doubt that ideologies like... War Colonialism, war, religion, science, and, like... Slavery and things like that probably existed, just maybe in different ways. Yeah. Okay, I think we got a lot of (laughs) shit off our chest, so I'm going to start with my story. This is titled, Mom and Lisa. My mom tells a story of her and her friend, and let's call her friend Lisa. When my mom and Lisa were teenagers, they were up on the roof of Lisa's house and they see a bright light in the sky. Next thing they know, the light is gone. Thing is, they think they've been on the roof for like 15 minutes, but something like three hours has passed. Mom doesn't remember anything about what happened during that time, and Lisa simply refused to talk about it. She would answer my mom with things like, I don't know, and just drop it for a long time. That's so suspicious. So a couple months later, mom moves away and loses contact with Lisa for about 10 years. That's a long time, yeah. She finally meets up with her again and immediately notices that something is odd about Lisa. She's yellow. She's <laughs> jaundice. The aliens gave her jaundice. Her eyes blink sideways. No, <laughs> they turned her into a lizard. a lizard. Lisa appeared very distant to her with a very dreamy demeanor, like she was really happy and at peace for no good reason. After they talk for a bit, Lisa brings up the incident on the roof. Mom says she still doesn't really remember anything about it. But Lisa remembers. She remembers everything. Oh, God. She said that at first, it was all in bits and pieces, and she couldn't remember any of it. She was confused and scared and wanted to avoid discussing it. Then, as time passed, she began to remember more and more of it. She remembers it all clearly, and she remembers the other three times that she was abducted afterwards clearly as well. Mm. At first... They paralyzed her somehow and did all sorts of invasive experiments on her. But by the most recent time, they stopped probing her and began to talk with her. They didn't speak English or any other human language, but she could understand everything they said even though she can't speak their language herself. Apparently, they told her all sorts of things. Stuff about space, Earth itself, and most shockingly, 
predicted years beforehand that she would get pregnant in a specific year and also be a stillborn and that she would never have children again. They also told her that it was not their fault and they even made an attempt to save her from this fate, but they were unsuccessful. That's crazy. They also told her that they had abducted my mother another time after that incident, after that first incident. Oh. So that first light that they saw was an abduction, and then they abducted the mom one more time. Oh, dear. Mom says she has no recollection of any other potential abductions, but she does have reoccurring nightmares of being abducted, but she's almost sure that they're just that. Nightmares. Anyway, Lisa tells mom that every time she speaks with them, she comes to understand the truth more and more. When mom inquires what the truth is, Lisa just says that you will know eventually. And she says that once she learns the truth, then everything became wonderful. Mom has seen her a few more times over the years. We still live in another state from her. And she apparently has a pretty normal life. And she doesn't obsess over alien stuff like some supposed alien abductees do. She only ever brings it up in passing, not like it's a central part of her daily life. That's so weird. Isn't it? I'm just like imagining her so blissfully lost and carefree that it's like dangerous. Yeah. Like you don't really have full control over your thoughts as if you're intoxicated or something. Like, her experience was so traumatizing and demoralizing that all her thoughts are just replaced with some weird, blissful hallucination or something. Yeah. Like a filter. hmm That's super weird. Just because we also have talked about haunted... C's episode about the Titanic and how people were having dreams about it before it happened. Right. So a lot of things happen that way where you have subconsciously heard something from someone and that just triggers things in your mind and you can have like spot on premonitions like our human ability to sense dangers without reason is so severely important and on point and so like I'm thinking those memories coming back of her being abducted are those premonitions like if the aliens said you're not going to have a baby like it's going to be a stillborn and you can't have babies is that some weird subconscious premonition that her body just knows that she can't have children or did it really happen it could also be a coping mechanism from all the trauma of having a stillborn and not having children and she just blames it on aliens and kind of went into this coping trance of like no it really happened that's why they tried to help me and it just didn't work and could be. It had to happen that way. Yeah. No one could stop it. So if that's a way to help her cope. But coincidentally, yeah. I think it's strange that the mom has a lot of nightmares about oh, yeah. seeming memories of being abducted. That part definitely creeped me out. Yeah. 
And I'm wondering why one kept her memories and the other didn't. Maybe they gave her an extra dose of that little, you know. Maybe if this was before whoever's telling the story was born, maybe they were both infertile at some point and they fixed the mom, but they couldn't fix Lisa. Hmm. Interesting. So they didn't bother to, like, abduct her anymore. It's quite a coincidence to have two infertile people in the same location and just be like, well, we, I think we can fix them. Maybe it was Chernobyl. <laughs> <laughs> they were all, like, mutants. Yeah, and the kid writing this story is Quasimodo. Ew, no. <laughs> She's, like, dang lucky. <laughs> you glad you don't look like me, son. All right, well, yeah, that was my first story. Definitely super weird. What do you got for us? This one is called... Pigs in a Blanket. <laughs> no. Let me just double check that it's the right story. The Teletubby Man. Okay. Bingo Bongo. This one's called A Train to Space. That sounds like an album. <laughs> I know, that sounds fucking cool. Maybe. Maybe that's what I should get as my tattoo. I was looking at space tattoos, and there's some that was like a ladder to the moon, and like it, it's like a cool idea. But all the ones that were actually drawn or tattooed, like they looked really stupid. Uh-huh. Maybe a train to the moon would be cooler. Just the Polar Express out in no. space. <laughs> no, <laughs> not the Polar Express. What about the Harry Potter train out in space? No. What about? The little Einstein's rocket ship designed yes. to look like a train out in space. No, just just, just the, the rocket. Spaceship? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, fuck yeah. That's who we gotta talk to. The voice actors for Little Einsteins. That's they know who I, something. That's the next fandom that I should get on my arm. Little <laughs> Einsteins. <laughs> and then the next one is gonna be the Wonder Pets. Oh fuck yeah. That was a fucking shit. Wonder man. Pets, Wonder Pets, we're on our way. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> I'm gonna get a tattoo of Zaboomafu flying no. through space, and it's going to cover my whole back. What the fuck? <laughs> I feel like instead of Zaboomafu, you'd be better off getting from Avatar. Aang? Sokka. No, his little flying lemur. Momo? Yeah, Momo. Just Momo flying through space? Yeah. With like one of those like Chinese straw sun hats. Oh. What if... <laughs> That'd be cute. I get Kermit the Frog with a lightsaber... Dueling Shaggy with brass knuckles on the moon. And that's my back tattoo. That sounds horrible. I kind of want to... Hey, you know what? You should put that on your fandom arm. Uh, Scooby-Doo's collar. I feel like that's more your thing. I I grew up with Scooby-Doo, but I wasn't that... I'm obsessed obsessed with Scooby-Doo. I love it. What if that's my neck tat? Scooby-Doo's collar goes all the way around. Ew. Hell no. I'm getting more and more wild. Okay, anyway, space train. Okay, a train to space. (laughs) Back in the 80s, in the late summer, I was asleep in the upstairs bedroom of my home. The house was on a mountain plateau in southern Appalachian Mountains. Our nearest neighbor was about half a mile across this valley, maybe 200 feet deep. And it had been cleared as a pasture, mostly for cattle. It was about two in the morning, and I woke up hearing a ping, like the pinging from a submarine in the movies, but higher pitched, but higher pitched, 
and it happened every 30 seconds or so. The sound was coming from the southeast more or less and it sounded like it was getting closer. It was so weird and I went to my window which faced south towards my neighbor's house. I kept hearing the ping as it got closer and after a couple of minutes I see this huge thing come into view from my left from behind a chestnut tree that was blocking my view. When I first saw it, it was about half a mile away. It's a long cylinder with hemispherical ends. It was traveling at only a walking pace, maybe 10 miles an hour. It passed directly between my house and my neighbors, sort of following the lay of the land, dipping down as it came over the deepest part of the valley. It was almost 300 feet long and looked to be about 30 feet in diameter. That's fucking huge. Along the side, maybe a third of the way up, there was a row of oval windows, but only on the sides, not on the front. The interior was lit with a dim yellow light, and I could definitely see silhouettes of something vaguely human shaped inside, but I couldn't see details. I sat there completely shitting myself as it drifted past, pinging away until it went out of sight and the ping fade. You know, when you're in the car and like not driving, but uh-huh. you're kind of sleepy. So to lull yourself your sleep to sleep, you just like put your head on the window and just watch everything pass by at Mach 12. No, I feel like that makes me dizzy. Really? I was going to say, maybe they only have side windows because they're just trying to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they just put their kids to bed. They, like, because people take their babies for drives to fall mm-hmm. asleep. They just put their kids in the space submarine and send them to Earth for a quick round <sighs> Definitely just weird because most people don't have very clear images or descriptions of what UFOs look like. And when they are, it's always like an orb or the cliche frisbee shape. Within alien like superficial alien belief associations there's definitely strict races and types of aliens that have been explicitly agreed upon between people who have had encounters Mm -hmm. so i've never heard anything like that yeah but i don't know if other people have experienced anything similar to that kind of a spaceship but Also to be said, not all of our modes of transportation look the same. So, like, you got this fucking Tesla truck coming out. Yeah, piece of shit car. Depending, you know, on how advanced they are, how many different kinds of spaceships do they have? Okay, for skeptics out there, I hear this question a lot, but I have a counter. Why is Earth such a hot spot? This is my counter. Mm -hmm. You're fucking selfish. You self-centered piece of shit. Because <laughs> we don't know that they're not visiting every other planet, too. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Maybe they are <laughs> visiting other planets. They're probably just like, hey, let's just learn as much as we can and go everywhere. And Maybe. you know how much humans like to travel? Mm-hmm. We just can't travel outside of our planet. So I can imagine all these tourist aliens and research aliens running around looking at everything. And not just our planet. We just don't know because we don't live on other planets. You fucking dunce. Maybe we are super close to the nearest 
alien planet. So, though they might travel other ones that are farther away, ours is a hot spot because it's super close to theirs. Right. It's like taking a trip to Vegas when you're not that close to Vegas. Yo, if there are any aliens listening to this podcast, fucking love you, bro. Come visit my <laughs> Hit house. Me up. Don't probe my ass. I will probe feel it ass. and I will remember. Please probe my ass. Can you imagine? <laughs> Three hours later, you're like just chilling. And then you're like, I feel like we've been up here 15 minutes. Three hours pass and you just have a random numb feeling in your asshole. <laughs> nice. I'd be really upset if they took my memory away. I know. I'd be like, hey, unless I was screaming in pain from you going up my booty, I want to remember the pleasure you aliens gave me. Do you have an alien thing? I don't know. Definitely not tentacle porn or anything. But if the alien's hot, then maybe I will. We're already going to contact Ben and Jerry's. Might as well contact the aliens. <laughs> well, but I also love to think about that this isn't a recent thing either. I definitely aliens think that they've been visiting our planet for a long time. Longer than people realize. Egyptian oh, yeah. times is like the biggest proof oh, yeah. off the top of my head that aliens have been here before. I mean, I definitely think people could build the pyramids by themselves, but like just... In all their pictographs and well, there is a stars like there's the Stonehenge. What the fuck is that for? There's so many crazy celestial things. Well, let me just based say one around thing. space and the stars and stuff. Like right, and I guess like that's always been a fascination to people. But how can even like primitive peoples have known so much without? having some real reason to look up there, you know? Right. I don't know. Um, I love... This is just a quick tidbit that I found out about last year that made me lose my marbles. I thought it was so cool. So I really delved in deep into the Egyptian aspect of alien encounters, which I think is so fascinating. But there's a lot of depictions of, like, a dude inside of some some type of craft. Yeah. Like an eggshell. Yeah. Like, driving towards the sun. Nice. Right? So that screams That's alien. how they sacrificed their pharaohs. They put them in an egg and hurled them at the sun. And there are things that they depict, like things talking about like electricity, when they definitely did not know anything about that then. Yeah. But they have like circuitry stuff, and they're like, how did you even draw that if you don't know what it is? Okay, so this is the tidbit that I found out last year that was so cool. Uh, there was this lady who works at a museum, and she was talking about the stone that they found. They have tested the rock, and they have no idea where it came from because it's not an earthly rock. Also, it is so tough. It is covered in hieroglyphics that were chipped in, but the rock is so tough that we cannot penetrate the rock. With modern technology, we can't chip into it. So they have no idea how they did it, and it's just there at the museum, and I'd love to go see it in person. I need to find it again. But is it in America? I believe so. Um, I will look it up again. Amazing. In our next episode, you'll have to remind me, I will talk about it again, and I'll tell you the name of it and the museum and where you can find it. I'll throw up a picture of it for this episode because we don't have any pictures for anything else. But if you guys want to look at pictures uh, for the show, because we're doing only audio because we're moving next week and we won't have access to our computer for a while, so we'll be pre-recording and uploading via someone else's computer but in the meantime we're just doing audio so whatever you guys want to see we'll throw it up on our instagram 
at Twisted Manor, and you guys can see all the cool shit over there. So yeah, I'm gonna find a picture of this rock, and I'll put it up on Instagram. You know that sounds super. And it's in the cool. shape of a pyramid too. Ah. Uh. And it's huge. It's super fucking big. Yeah, I'd say like the pyramids really aren't a stretch to build. I mean, it's a feat. I don't know. By they all made means. Machu Picchu. But. Oh, Machu Picchu is That's crazy. crazy. They just straight up carved rock with fucking rope and said, done. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it's like well known that like the two most grand structures in nature is the sphere and the triangle. Yeah. So it doesn't really surprise me. But there are definitely some things in history that I'm like, you couldn't have done that without some extraterrestrial knowledge, could right. you? All right. I'm going to dive into my last story here. Okay. This last story is called Stereotypical. I can't say for sure what happened to me that night, but here's what I do know. I was driving home for that weekend from school at Indiana University. It takes me about two hours to get home, and I left Bloomington around 10 p.m. At exactly 10.53 I am on a rural stretch of the two-lane highway I take home. I notice what appeared to be flashing lights behind me. I thought, great, I'm getting pulled over. So I turn onto the next country road about a quarter mile from where I noticed the lights. As the car came to a stop and I started to open my glove box to get out my registration and proof of insurance, the lights suddenly disappeared and no car drove past me. Now here's where the story takes a turn for the weird. And I am sure you guys will think I'm just making it up because it really does seem like something straight out of a typical UFO movie or story. The electronics in my car started to go haywire. The radio was randomly changing stations while the volume kept going up and down while the dome light and headlights start to flicker and turn off and back on. This was at 10.56 p.m. I started thinking to myself that my battery must be failing or else I have a short somewhere in the electric system of my car. So I leaned down to pop the hood so I can take a look at the battery. And that is the last thing I remember doing. The next thing I know, I open my eyes and see nothing but the night sky full of bright stars. It was a cold night and it seemed like I have never seen stars that bright in my life. I sat up and looked around and I saw absolutely nothing. Nothing at all. I was in the middle of a field, surrounded by corn stalks left over from the recent harvest. As I started to come to my senses, I began to freak out. Where am I? Why the fuck am I asleep in the middle of a field? Where the fuck is my car? I got up and started walking toward the distant headlights I could see from a road about a half mile away. When I got to the nearest intersection, I looked at the signs which read 350 North and 50 West. I was half a mile away from my car, which is just right off the main road. I started walking toward the headlights I could see on the main road. I can't say how long it took me to walk the half mile, but it couldn't have been more than 10 to 15 minutes. When I arrived at my car, all the lights were out. My battery had died, which struck me as odd because I couldn't have been gone for that long. I looked at my phone, which was sitting on the passenger seat, and the time was 2.17 a.m. Over three hours had passed since I turned off onto the side of the road for the flashing lights behind me. I remember sitting in my car, completely dumbfounded, wondering what the hell had just happened to me. After about half an hour of just sitting there, I remembered that my battery was dead. So I got on the phone and called AAA to come out and give me a jump. It took about an hour for them to get out to me since I was a good distance away from the nearest town, during which I just sat in silence, running through the possible scenarios in my head 
concerning what, have, what had just happened. To this day, I couldn't tell you what really happened to me that night. All I know is I can't think of any plausible explanation as to why I woke up over half a mile away from my car in the middle of a cornfield more than three hours after I had stopped. I've only shared this story with one other person, my uncle. I'm sure people would either look at me like I'm crazy or they would call bullshit on the whole story. And I can't blame them. If somebody came to me with a story like that, that so closely mirrors the st stereotypical encounter story, I probably wouldn't believe them either. <laughs> I always hate that, that like people get upset over stereotypes. And I guess just for sure there's an, there's like a reasonable amount to get upset about. Obviously not everyone is like that. People are different. But there's a reason stereotypes were created because is because it's, a reoccurring it's thing. super common. Yeah, it right. keeps happening. So there's probably a good reason that your story lined up with other people's stories. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I thought that was super creepy and I hated the whole cornfield thing. What a dick alien. Just like you couldn't He's even like, put him back in his somewhere. fucking car. Yeah. Also, they killed our car. <laughs> yeah. I just crazy. hated that because if that were me, I know for sure I would be crying and oh, pissing yeah. myself. Oh, yeah. I'd be so confused. I'd cry. I Because I don't know where I am. You, know? you just pulled over to some ghost car to drive by and your car goes fucking haywire. What I'd, if? I'd literally have a heart attack and die. What if she was also on a haunted road? So she comes back and someone picks her up? Huh. Right? But then she gets out of the car and she's just like right back where she started. And she turns around the car's gone. Now I'm thinking like... How many encounters are there where people in like the same spot or in the same night, they encountered different supernatural entities? Mm. And Slamming. I haven't personally heard any. So if there isn't any, is that because they try to avoid each other? Or is it kind of like a, I've never seen my dad and John Cena in the same room together? <laughs> <laughs> creepy, creepy, creepy. Yeah, I really hated that one. Yeah. All right, let's get on to our last story. It's a doozy. This one is called Not an Airplane. Oh, is this a boat? Oh, not again. <laughs> There's a fucking boat in this guy. <laughs> Just constantly getting on stuff or like, man, I love this airplane. Those are scissors. Oh. <laughs> Someone just, <laughs> just threw scissors at you. <laughs> I was at the beach at, at night in my car, and I was about to leave, but I noticed what looked like either a satellite or an aircraft with its landing lights on, slowly moving across the sky. I have aviation experience and thought it looked a little strange immediately. It was pretty high up, yet was also moving a lot slower than a typical airliner aircraft. And the airspace was adjacent a, a marine base, so it wasn't likely to be a general aircraft. Anyways, I continued to watch it as it passed through clouds, maybe 10,000 feet high, and it illuminated them, ruling out the satellite possibility. No nav lights, strobes, or red beacon light. Just a glow, like an orb of light. 
There was a break in the clouds, and it gradually came to a halt. Then, over the course of five to ten seconds, the light dimmed and eventually went out, and there was nothing. I stared at the spot in the sky for a while to see if any aircraft were visible or moved from there, and there was nothing. I always like stories where the witness is someone who knows what they're talking about. Yeah. So, like, Tales at Sea, our second episode or third one or whatever, like, clearly it's coming from people that have nautical information and education, so they know, like, that doesn't happen or, like, that's not normal. So, I like it because, you know, you know it's abnormal. It's not just, like, a lot of these witnesses that we've talked about so far are just random people off the street. But this person just so happens to have a lot of aircraft knowledge Mm -hmm. and experience flying so they can tell us what is and isn't expected. So, that was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Just definitely... It reminds me of Chicken Little, them just, like, phasing into the Mm -hmm. sky, like some kind of uh, hooking device. Yeah. That was the most beautiful cinematic masterpiece, that part where the sky cracked open and all the spaceships came out. Oh, yeah. Super lit. No Marvel movie can ever top that. Makes me question my sky every day. That'd be so trippy. I'd literally cry one day if a hexagon fell on my head shape and it was looked like this guy. It's an octagon, actually. He said it's like a stop sign. Stop signs are octagons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, I know my geometry. It's big and red and says stop. That's all I need to know. <laughs> <laughs> Aliens definitely sort of freak me out. Just because... There's so many different variations and reasons as to why they would abduct you. Right. But generally, I'm less scared of them than ghosts and demons and things. Yeah, because they're more... I guess human is the right word. Because, I mean, even if they're not the human race, like, they're still smart enough to act the way that we do. To advance and to learn or whatever. Whereas, like, a ghost or a monster doesn't care about any of those things. They're just wanting to freak the shit out of you. I'd say ghosts I'm half and half on just because you never really know if you're going to get, like, a scared child who honestly has no idea that they're dead or where they are. Or some crazy poltergeist who's trying to murder your family. And punch your balls. Well, that's the least of your problems. (laughs) But... I've thought about that a lot since our poltergeist episode. Just taking a walk and getting punched <laughs> in the nuts by a ghost. No. But I've <laughs> never personally, I don't think, I've encountered anything with aliens. So I think just generally I have a less fear of them. And I think they're way less experienced than other supernatural things. Well, to leave off on the creepiest note of the evening, we have a bonus story that happened an hour ago. This just happened to us right before the show, and it was super creepy, and this is exactly another good reason why we're moving, because this place is super creepy. I was on TikTok, and I found a a song, a new song by an artist that was really cool, went on ahead and downloaded it, and then closed Spotify, and then Emily and I began talking into a very deep conversation, 
and we were about five to ten minutes into the conversation and that song started playing on my phone. And to make matters worse, the song starts off a little eerie, like with a bunch of static and like radio sounds. So that made it worse. But I pick up the phone and Spotify is playing. But I open up the phone all the way and the Spotify app isn't even open. And then we just shut it off. Just kind of sat there in silence. And nothing happened after that. So, yeah. That was super creepy. And I think that just kind of fit well with our alien talk. With weird sounds and technology on the fritz. So, yeah. Wish us well. Hope we sleep okay. But we'll see you guys in the next episode of Twisted Manor. Don't you worry. Like I said, we're going to pre-record. For the next three nights, we'll be recording and editing and get everything ready for while we're gone. Um, if you guys are interested in sending any stories our way, go ahead and email us at twistedmanor.sub at gmail.com if you want it to be a part of the main episode stories. If you want to have a bonus story, go ahead and go to the Instagram at Twisted Manor. Go to the link in the bio and click on Submit Your Stories Here. You can type in on the Telenim website and send it in to us right away. Don't forget to pick up some merch at the website. That is also in the Instagram bio. We just came out with some new Sky Daddy merch. If you guys haven't tuned into our Near-Death Experiences episode, I think that was the last one or two episodes back. Two episodes ago. So that is out there. We also have really cool just Twisted Manor merch with Bury the Ghost, our logo, Blood Vessel, Frostbite, all that stuff is on there. So, yeah, we got some fresh merch and it's very comfortable, I know, from experience. So check that out as well. Well, that's it for our episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see you guys in the next episode of Twisted Manor.